0: It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community
1: connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Three, two, one. Hit Welcome
0: that. to the Jones Zone Podcast, your real estate advocates, community connectors, podcast geniuses, Gurus, all that sort of stuff. That stuff. Gurus.
1: You prefer guru or Genius. 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 A genius, I'm not. I'm not nobody's guru. Is genius <laughs> higher guru.
2: than guru?
0: <laughs> you don't know, or do you? Oh yeah,
2: genius. Because
0: to be a guru, you probably have to have a genius IQ. I think that's what geniuses are all What's, about.
2: Actually, now I'm confused. What's higher, a genius or a guru? that's yeah, what, that's, what, what,
1: that's what we're talking that's about. That's what we're debating. I think I think it's probably a guru. I want to say a guru. I think you could be a guru without being a genius, but you can't be a genius.
2: That's true.
1: Without, no, you can be, they're not mutually exclusive. Okay. That, that's the That's the, that's answer. the answer. That's, that's not, the real answer. That's, that's the real question. <laughs> All um. right, man, let's get
0: into it, man. Chad Molyneux from Chad Molyneux Fitness. So, Chad coaches entrepreneurs on how to take control of their health so they can make more income and more impact. He provides busy professionals with efficient exercise and health solutions, and he is the creator of the Health and Wealth Blueprint. Chad. Welcome What's to the good? Jones Zone podcast, man. How are you? Dude,
2: thanks for having us. And, and I actually wanted to make one more point about the guru genius thing. So I honestly <laughs> think the guru is higher than the genius because a genius is kind of a bland term. Like like you could be smart in everything, but a guru is like a master of one. So I, I think guru is way cooler. That
1: is a – that's a very good
0: point. I got to give yeah. you props. And gurus help people. Gen- you can be a genius too. and be like an isolated kind of weird, weird Sheldon Cooper type yeah, person. Yeah. And yeah. Where a guru is serving and helping. So I oh, love it. Oh, Let's yeah. go with guru. Let's go with guru. Oh, guru. Chad, yeah. that was a, uh, a brief quick introduction. But if you don't mind, share a little bit of your personal story. Some of your yeah, professional absolutely. background. So
2: what do you want to know. Do you want to know how I got into this business or how yeah. I got into health and fitness?
0: Uh, a little bit of both, man. Just kind of walk us through... Uh, your story and, and how you got started with all this yeah I'll let you yeah, I'll let you absolutely. lead the way
2: okay so let's start let's start with the health and fitness first because this is this is kind of a this is kind of a longer story but it's it's a good one nonetheless so when I got into health and fitness so currently I'm, I'm 23 I was actually 15 years old so I got into it pretty young and and when I was younger my passion was lacrosse like i freaking loved can
1: lacrosse. I just say something interrupt you look like a lacrosse player and that's and that's a compliment <laughs> it's I not
2: said, you, you, I, I, yeah I like a Chad too, right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> but, um, Basic
1: white guy. I love it.
2: <laughs> but I got, so so lacrosse was my big passion and I was the lacrosse goalie. I was like the guy for the town that played lacrosse goalie. I was the only one that didn't flinch when the ball was shot at him. So they are like, okay, just stick this kid in the net. So I got put on all the best teams. I got I got to play all the games because I was the only one that wanted to be the goalie. So I got everything handed to me. So I was like, yes, like this is freaking awesome. Like I don't have to do any work. Like I just got to show up and play. So fast forward two years of of enjoying that freedom, and somebody else comes into our town and, and wants to play goalie. So I was just like, shit. Okay, like <laughs> now we have some competition here. <laughs> yeah, and we we're going back and forth between tryouts and. I can remember waiting for the email to see what team I got put on. And I got put on the B team, which is not the best team. And for the first time in my life, I felt defeat. And I, I literally, like, this was my passion. Like, now business is my passion, but like, this was my freaking passion. So I can remember crying and being all upset and whatnot. And then once I got over that upsetness, I was like, I want my, I want my job back. Like, I, I want my starting job back. So I started looking up ways, like, how can I get better at lacrosse? And the first thing that came up was you got to be faster, you got to be stronger, you got to be quicker. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll get into health and fitness. And, and prior to that, another reason why I was, I was put as the goalie is because I wasn't very fast. <laughs> I, wa- I wasn't very fit. So they're like, just put this kid in the net. He doesn't flinch. Maybe he'll make a couple of saves. But I ended <laughs> up being pretty good at the cross goalie. But to make a long story short, I was like, all right, I'm going to commit to health and fitness. So I had my dad help me out. He got me an old set of dumbbells for my uncle, he got me a jump rope, and he got me an agility ladder, which are things that I actually still have in the garage over there. Um, so like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. So I started researching myself. I was like, okay, what can I do with a jump rope? What can I do with an agility ladder? What can I do with dumbbells? And every day after school, I would go into the garage and I would just start doing these things. And I was like, okay, like this doesn't feel right, but I know it's gonna pay off. So. Like I said, day after day after day, I was doing these things. And I actually found that I loved the training more than I actually loved playing lacrosse. So I went on to play a couple years in college um, for lacrosse, but after my second year in college, I was just like, you know what, Like, I I really don't love playing lacrosse as much as I love training for it. So I got out of playing lacrosse, and I pursued a four-year degree in exercise science and, and health promotion, and after that, I wish I never went to college. <laughs> I started this business uh, helping out entrepreneurs uh, improve their fitness so that they can elevate their life and, and their business and their productivity. And the reason I chose entrepreneurs is because I'm obsessed with self growth. Like, you're gonna call me more of a Chad, but I have a tattoo that says growth and it's the tree growing. And. Um, I think nothing more represents self growth than, than growing a business and being an entrepreneur and also a health and fitness journey. So, that's, that's long story short on how I got to where I am today.
1: That's awesome, man. That's a, that's a great story. <laughs>
2: yeah. that really, that's
1: very <laughs> cool. I envy you for actually knowing what your passion was at such an early age. You know, when I was 15, yeah. I, I'd come home, come home from school playing Nintendo 64. I'm dating myself. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> Dang, yeah, for, but, for, but for real though, I, didn't, I had no, no passion or anything, but uh, right. but that's if, amazing, was cool.
2: Yeah, if I was gifted with anything, it, it was just obsessive drive to to do whatever it is that I loved. Like, I fucking hated school. I, like, I was the kind of kid that got in trouble in school. My eighth grade teachers, like, I almost had to repeat the eighth grade. They told me I wasn't even going to pass high school, but it, I found out later in life, like, it just – Because I wasn't passionate about school. But when I was passionate about something, I was freaking obsessed with it. So I think that if I do have a gift, that's my personal gift.
0: Awesome, man. So when you started um, personal training and stuff, was this in person training and did you target entrepreneurs right away? I mean, what's kind of the development of the Chad Molyneux fitness arc there, you know?
2: Right, right. So no, I did not. I, I did start with in person training. Um, And I actually got screwed over in the in-person world a lot, so we don't really have to get into that. But the reason I got out of in-person training is because I felt like I was holding somebody's hand. I felt like I wasn't actually teaching them self-reliance and and how to be self-reliant with their health and their fitness. I feel like I was just showing up, holding their hand, being somebody they could talk to, and and really just being the person that they can complain to about their life. So I was like, you know what, I'm not actually serving or helping anybody here. So I pulled out of um, in-person training, and I watched a couple of YouTube videos about this guy named Christian Guzman, and he was talking about this online training thing. And I was just like, "What the heck? Like, that sounds crazy, but that sounds cool." So I started getting into it, and I thought, "Like, oh, this business is gonna freaking take off, man! Like, this is gonna be crazy." And then two and a half years later, I was just like what the hell, I have not made any money. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, was one, there was one point where I was trying to save up for a uh, graphic designer to do a program, and I got all of these water bottles that were in my parents' garage, so I went to a water bottle dispenser, and I started dispensing these water bottles so I could save up enough money just to pay a, a graphic designer to help me make a program <laughs> at one point. But yeah, that just shows I wasn't making money for the first two and a half years. Um, now I kind of forget where, where I was going. What was the question again? I mean, It was
0: just kind of like how you transition from in-person and feeling yeah, like okay. you are holding people's hands.
2: So um, the reason why I wanted to do or, or what I found out along the way on, on why I like online training better is because I'm not holding somebody's hand. I'm, I'm actually making them self-reliant. I'm giving them the tools in order for them to do what they have to do, but they have to show up for themselves. And And, and I think at the end of the day, that is teaching somebody – a better gift because they're, they're becoming self-reliant with their health and fitness. And that's going to, that's going to help them throughout the long run, opposed to just showing up and having somebody hold your hand and do it.
0: Yeah. And fi- I mean, I think personal trainers, we've interviewed a few of them and it's just, it's such a, uh, a tough industry to kind of, it's really competitive, you know, and not, uh, saturated in a negative way, but it's hard to make a name for yourself. You mentioned two and a half years to kind of Find your footing and get your business where you wanted it.
1: But what I so so we're talking about that, and my mind immediately goes to, uh, like how you can scale that. So there's there like if you're a traditional personal trainer, there's only so many clients that you can help. Time is the biggest. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'll well, let you. Very yeah. hard
2: to scale because you're 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 dependent on the hours in the day because you're showing up for an hour per client. Let's say you work for eight hours, you only could work with eight clients at a time, right? With with online training, you could you could have an abundance of clients as long as you continue to bring on more coaches and and, and provide the level of support that you you say you're going to provide. So yeah, online coaching you could definitely scale. You could definitely help more people. You're making them self reliant, and as long as you're continuing to support them by bringing on more online coaches into your system, I think it's the best the best thing. Yeah,
0: I, I love that man, and it's like, uh, what is it? What's the online program actually look like for someone that's interested in, in joining? Like why would that be more beneficial than doing something that's in person? Like what does your program actually entail?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So our program is actually an application process. So first I got to make sure that you're a good fit for the program and and you got to make sure that I'm a good fit for you, right? Because if we're not, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be able to serve you at the highest level. But once you get into the program, um, my pride and joy is our membership site, which is a step-by-step process on how an entrepreneur or how somebody who's working more than 60 hours a week can take control of their health, can, can focus on their nutrition, can increase their energy um, as a result of bettering their health. And the biggest thing for entrepreneurs and busy professionals is they say they don't have the time to work out. So the cool thing about our program is all workout programs are customized to how much time you can dedicate to working out. So we literally have five to 10 minute options. Our, our, our most popular option is the 15 to 25 minute option which could be done at home, could be done in a hotel, could be done in your office. So literally we eliminate all excuses, all excuses of I don't have time because I can give you a workout right now, Brian uh, or Chris, that's two minutes long that will kick your ass. Like I think that that's one of the coolest, the coolest things about it. <laughs>
1: give me a workout, that's 10 seconds. Yeah, oh, geez, hey, ask me to walk up to
0: my third story apartment. <laughs> <My> son- <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. So I kind of ask, what made you um, – choose entrepreneurs or did entrepreneurs kind of choose you like how did you pick that target niche that audience
2: yep really two reasons reason number 1 is because that's the lifestyle that i personally can relate with um, owning my own business i understand because i don't i don't work out like i used to i used to work out twice a day i would go five times a week to the gym now i literally go to the gym three times a week and on tuesday thursday and saturday the days that i'm not going to the gym I'm doing long walks and listening to podcasts. Like My whole workout style has completely changed, so I feel like I resonate with the entrepreneur because I understand what they're doing. I'm working more than 60 hours a week, so are they, so I know exactly what they have to do in order to um, up-level their health, in order to up-level their business. And that's part one, part two is because, like I said earlier in the call, um I think entrepreneurship really embodies self growth, and at the end of the day, that's what I'm all about which which health and fitness and entrepreneurship both embody
0: yeah, awesome man yeah um, <laughs> what are, what are some things that you personally do in terms of um mindset and have keeping that long term vision and and your that tattoo you have about growth and all that I mean what are some things that you do?
2: I don't know. Your, your listeners can't see this, but your viewers can. I have a book called The Self Growth. Uh, no, sorry. It's called The um, Best Self Journal. So, a couple of things that I do personally is I practice every morning. Every morning I'm practicing something that I'm grateful for. So, I'm writing down three things that I'm grateful for. Then I'm writing down three different types of goals. I'm writing down an impact goal. So, how many people I want to impact over the course of the next 90 days, the next 30 days. In the next week um, I'm writing down an income goal so how much I want to make in that 9030 weekly range um, then I'm also writing down personal goals and, and my current personal goal is I want to listen to three audiobooks by February 1st so I've kind of broken it down as far as the different things that I want to better in my life and then I've broken that down into 90 day targets 30 day targets and weekly targets as well and then and then the last thing I'm doing daily is I'm writing down the daily tasks I got to complete in order to achieve those um, goals that we talked about earlier
1: man so we've had a lot of people a lot of guests on the on the show and the high achievers they all say the same thing write down what you're grateful for journal write down your goals get really specific on your goals and so you're on the you're on definitely on the right track and you're doing an amazing thing to keep your mindset right you mentioned before the show that you that you hired a coach that you have a coach yourself.
2: Yeah, I was just going to get into that.
1: Yeah, so tell us a little bit about what led you to to make that that step to hire a coach because that's a scary step. A lot of times people, you know, I can't spend money on the coach, but get yeah. Just tell us a little bit about what made you decide to hire a coach and how it's benefited. Yeah. you.
2: so I'm I'm, on, I'm obviously telling people to hire me, right? And I think that the best. The best thing I could say about hiring a coach is you're trading time for money because like I said, for two and a half years, I was suffering in my business I was suffering hardcore in my business um, and and that's because i didn't have the right strategy I didn't have the right accountability so what I decided is I was going to pay somebody to save me time so that I can get the strategy on what specifically I have to do because I was lost. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was trying anything I heard (laughs) from Gary Vee online, from Grant Cardone, which at the end of the day, they're talking to big corporate people and I'm not a big corporate person. I'm a solopreneur. So whatever they were saying didn't really resonate with what I had to do. Um, But about hiring a coach, it's it's kind of funny for me because I did hire a business coach within those two and a half years of suffering and um, it didn't work out for me. And then when I when I hired my current business coach, I just I knew that it was something I had to do because I still didn't have the strategy. But at the time, I also didn't have the right coach. But when I made this investment, it, it ended up being the, the right investment. He was the right guy for me, and, and things took off over the course of the last um, six months. Yeah, I've been able to go full time ever since I, I hired that coach.
1: It's uh, it's about it, yeah, it's like a shortcut. Get get to the people, get to the person who is at, who's currently at where you want to be yep. and get access to that person. I've done yep, it myself absolutely. and it's, 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 it's an amazing feeling how not only your mindset just, just elevates, but you, you have a new set, a new like set of confidence. Yeah, because, absolutely. Yeah. Yep,
2: it, it's super cool. His system has multiple coaches under, underneath him and I have contact. Oh, I'm now in the second level of that program. So I have contact to all those coaches and the accountability and the strategy that alone is worth the investment
0: yeah so is he someone that does online fitness coaching like you or is this someone that's more of like a business tactical coach
2: he used to be an online fitness coach and now he's a business coach for online fitness coaches
0: awesome Awesome. specifically
2: yep
0: and what what made him a what made him a better fit than the first one if if you don't mind? um
2: I, i just think they were farther along in the business i think my first business hire i think it was uh they were still new in what they had to do in order to be a good business for themselves, and yeah. this guy was much further along the way, and he had a real system and he had other coaches underneath him and it's just yeah, I just think they were they were more mature in their in their process
0: yeah i got to give it to you, man. two and a half years is a long time to struggle. Talk about some of the ways that you prevented yourself from giving up man i mean you know you kept that dream alive dude that takes a lot of strength and a lot of resourcefulness to do that i mean how did you, know, you have the mental game go
2: um i honestly think i'm insane <laughs> <laughs> you're just glutton for punishment i think serious i think there's something crazy about me where i'm pretty good at at sticking things out um i'm pretty good at doing things that people don't want to do um, but during that time, I, I, my current, or she's not my current girlfriend anymore, but my old girlfriend during that time, she was pretty supportive of my mission and she was pretty supportive of holding me accountable and holding me to that. Because there was plenty of times where I was like, you know what, like, I think I got to try something else. Like, this isn't working. Um, but I had, I had good accountability as far as people in my personal life that, that helped me stick through it. And I knew that it was something that I really, really wanted to do. And I'm pretty freaking stubborn when it comes to uh, if I don't achieve something, I'm going to be very, very stubborn until I until I to, until I actually do um, achieve it.
1: Yeah, it's cool, man. You mentioned uh, your girlfriend at the time having being a good support system, and um, actually yesterday, yesterday or the day before, I was I was doing a. I'm in the middle of a. Tw- I'm actually in the very beginning stages of a day four of a uh, 21 day gratitude challenge, but. Um, yeah, yesterday or the day before, I was writing down what I was grateful for and support system, man. Having a strong support system, not everybody not everybody has a strong support system. So it's like I definitely take that. I don't take that for granted. So it's definitely something to be grateful for. That just came to my head. Yeah,
2: it's very entrepreneurship can yeah. feel very lonely. Yeah. So yeah, it's very important to have that in play.
0: Yeah. I always tell people the problem with a three to five year plan. Is that it takes three to five years? You know, you have yeah. to trust yourself. You have to trust the process. And I used to keep a fortune on my dashboard that said, uh, "You know, remember your long-term vision." It was just because you get caught in the day-to-day of, you know, geez, am I going to be able to make this bill payment? Or you know, you just you're in the moment. And then it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to to focus on, you know, where I'm going to be in the next few years. So
2: Yeah. And honestly, I did forget to mention this. I think a lot of the values that I learned throughout my health and fitness journey really helped me with the long game of this journey, because health and fitness is such a long game. Right. It takes mm. five years or eight years. I've been in it for eight years as far as working out um, and I'm I'm very happy with my body, but it took me a long time to get there. So I knew that was going to be the case for my business as well.
0: Yeah, uh, You mentioned audiobooks and podcasts. What are some stuff that you listen to in terms in, – in stuff like that? Are you having any particular books or podcasts that you listen to regularly? Um,
2: yeah. So I'm currently listening to a book called Mastering Yourself by Corey Wayne, Coach Corey Wayne. I don't know if you guys heard of him. He's more in the – Corey Haim? <laughs> I don't know who that is. But he's more 23 in the years old. Um, relationship and also self-growth field. Um, and then I really like Andy Fursella. I feel like he was somebody that helped me a lot during those two and a half years. Continue to grow. Um, I did like Gary Vee for a while, but <laughs>
0: he's I exhausting, think I right?
2: Part of the reason why I was not succeeding because I was I was on every single platform. I wasn't focused on. Yeah. What I need to be focused on.
1: By the oh, way, like, by, yeah. the way. <laughs> by the way, by the way.
2: That was pretty
1: good. Content, content. I'm going to publish. But if you're happy, it's like, what?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I don't buy the Jets. We know.
2: Great, great motivator, but yeah. uh, I did like his strategy. Yeah, he like got
1: that. us, He, you know, he's one of the reasons why we got into podcasting, so. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah, man, I love all podcasts. My favorite one is The Motherfucking CEO by Andy Purcell. Yeah. If I had to narrow it down to one
0: okay cool Very Cool. what are some things you're doing to grow your business now so you've talked about Facebook lives you're obviously doing this uh, we talked about creating content for two and a half years I mean is are you more of a do you consider yourself in the marketing business the content business what are you, what are some things you're doing to grow your business
2: oh dude once I made the shift from being everywhere to only being on Facebook that was super helpful because I think a lot of other platforms are all about kind of like It's kind of like watching tv right people will go on it as a relief but i think people go on facebook to network i think it's way more of a business platform than it is anything else at least from my personal experience so i've been going hard on facebook i try to do a live a day Um, i'm posting three times a day on there i'm i'm following other entrepreneurs i'm networking messaging other entrepreneurs um and i just have systems as far as as far as what i want to do but for long-term vision, what I want to do to grow my business is I'm going to start doing Facebook ads while, while they're still cheap and then um, I'm going to start bringing on more people to, to delegate some of the more employee tasks so that I can focus more on the sales and, and also the marketing.
0: Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Have you explored LinkedIn
1: at all? Have you looked into that?
2: No, but I should. I, I do have it on my phone and I have like – I've done like a couple of posts on it but I haven't gone hard on it.
1: We have a friend, Jay Cole, Jimmy Coleman, Guess a uh, friend of the Jones Zone podcast. He's launching a course, man. I've got to put you in touch with him. He's a great – he's your age. Actually, he's 24. Yes, yeah, A lot – you you guys remind me so much of each other. You guys have to connect. Let's got, go. This, this yeah, is dude, part you know, of what I do. Open
2: up in a Facebook group chat –
1: yeah, we'll, we'll get it hooked up. Yeah, he's got, I don't
0: even know how many tens of thousands of, of LinkedIn followers, but like that's an entrepreneur. You guys you guys will hit it off. Business person, uh, place right there. So, um, All right, so give us some of your basic tips. I don't want you to spill all your secrets, but what are some, some tips for busy people and entrepreneurs in terms of improving uh, their health, their wellness, their productivity, all that stuff?
2: Yep, cool. I can do that. So... One thing that's super important for an entrepreneur is obviously nutrition, right? But we don't have a whole ton of time in our day. So what I tell our entrepreneurs is you have to make healthy food convenient. And there's three ways that you can make healthy food convenient. Because if you're not making healthy food convenient, you're getting what else is convenient, which is the unhealthy options, right? So there's three ways that you can make healthy food convenient. Number one, hire a meal prep service. This is what I personally do. Everyone's already thinking a lot of money. Honestly, not that much money. It's 10, for me it's $10 per meal, which I would spend $20 per meal if I went to Whole Foods or $15 a meal if I went to Chipotle or something along that lines. Um, So the reason why that's so convenient for me is because it's literally made for me. It's shipped to my house. All I have to do at that point is open it Put it in the microwave for two minutes and then eat it. (laughs) So when I'm in between, I don't have two minutes. Or in between calls, I just have to open the fridge and do that. That's the easiest way. And once again, you're trading time for money, or trading money for time. You're spending your money Mm -hmm. to get your time back. As far as um, hiring a meal prep service, number two, this is the second most effective way. Become your own meal prep service. So batch out, batch out two hours during the week. Typically, people do this on Sunday where you go grocery shopping, you come home, you make all your meals for the week, you put it in your fridge, and then now you've become your own meal prep service. You're making it now, you're packaging it, and then all you gotta do is bring it with you. Or the least effective way is find a place near where you live or where you work that allows you to get healthy food conveniently. So I did mention Whole Foods before. This was my method for a while. It's a little more expensive. Um, There's some ways around it, like for example, Whole Foods, if you go to their, their um, in-store food option, they do everything based off of weight instead of quality of food, so there's some ways to work around that if you're making a healthy salad, but at the end of the day, it's it's way more expensive than actually just hiring your own meal prep service. So I think that's super important. you got to make healthy food convenient for you, because if you're not, you're going to find the other convenient options, which are the unhealthy foods. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Very cool. cool. Man. Does that
2: help? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Convenience. They're <laughs> just looking at you like, yeah, those are good ideas. Yeah, well, convenience. You know, <laughs> I was like. like, hello, you,
1: you guys still there? oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Hey, note to self: make a meal prep service. All right.
0: And then the uh, the workouts, man. The two to five minute workouts. What, you know, what's how do you squeeze a good workout in in that amount of time? Is it what's the secret?
2: Yep. So it's it's all about. It's all about intensity. It's not about the amount of time spent working out. So when you're oh, – what a lot of people do is they'll be like, oh, you got to get an hour in. You got to get an hour in, right? Because that's what people say. An hour is like the bare minimum. But if you go to the gym and look at most people working out for an hour, they're really only working out for 15 minutes. And then the rest of that 45 minutes, they're buzzing they're Gu- around. Guilty. Checking out girls if they're a guy or or an- phone an- Answering or phone
1: calls, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Especially so business owners. If you can actually, once again, batch out time or basically block out time for 15 minutes of actually dedicated, intense working out, you can get a much, much better workout in and you're saving your time so that you could go back into your business and, and give more time to your business. So to give you an example, we like to do things that are, are quick and intense, so like HIT training, right? So you could do five rounds of 10 burpees and 10 air squats and you can get that done in 15 minutes and have a killer freaking workout.
0: Awesome man,
1: awesome. All right, man. Well, let's uh... let's do this real quick before we wrap up. It's important that we celebrate victories. What's one victory that you want to celebrate right now?
2: Uh, I just signed on a new client. So Boom! I want to celebrate him. <laughs> right, on, awesome Chris. man. I celebrate you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good work. All, right.
0: All right, awesome man. Well, uh, let's wrap up. I'm gonna let you take us home. Take the last uh, 30 seconds to a minute. Just kind of. Remind everybody who you are, what you do, and then most importantly, where they can find you. Website, Facebook, all that stuff, Instagram, whatever. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So I'm not here to sell anybody, um, but I'm Coach Chad, Chad Molyneux, and I'm the creator of the Health and Well Blueprint, which is designed specifically to help high-achieving entrepreneurs and busy professionals working 60-plus hours a week, increase their energy, and increase their productivity by taking control of their health. And the best place to find me right now is on Facebook. So if you guys in the show notes can drop my Facebook link, um, in there and then you guys can just friend me and or shoot me a message and say you're from the Jones Zone podcast or you're a listener J-Z-P. and you uh, chat. Let's, start, let's awesome, make man. that
1: a thing. Yeah, JZP. JZP. That, uh, uh, yeah. We're going to go by <laughs> JZP from now on. All right, Chad, thanks. Don't like the sound of that? Oh, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. JZP.
0: All right, Chad <laughs> Molyneux, thanks for coming on the JZP, man. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, I
2: appreciate it. I love the JZP, baby. Thanks,
1: brother. <laughs> thanks
0: thanks so much for listening to the Jones zone podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.